friends welcome welcome to the show it is may 15th 2022 virtual strangers episode 151 i of course am your host wes with me as always is my good friend roots roots how are you doing on this fine sunday afternoon I'm doing good, actually. I uh, I feel a little remiss, though. I, I promised people a, a, a roots rant on Blaze Russian, but then when I researched more into it, um, I looked. I I realized why they're charging and they're not doing crossplay. You know, because there's like a complete campaign, and it's like you got the game originally and extra. Um, my question though is, is it crossplay? Like, because I have this copy of of Rift version, and I'd love to play with Radio Runt like the multiplayer but like i don't know if i want to buy the game again because that was my argument i felt like all the og people like myself that bought the game back in the day i'm not going to buy it again there's no reason to buy it again and so they kind of left me hanging dry so i'm kind of in between i want to rant but i understand so i don't know well here, here's the thing um i've been noticing radio run uh raving about blaze rush all week long it was a surprise drop uh, you know i i had no idea that it was coming to the quest store um here's the cool thing i've never played blazer blaze rush i remember Ooh. people uh back in the day telling me you got to check it out you got to check it out i never checked it out uh so what we might do uh, is we might hit those developers up and uh see if they would like some uh, coverage of their surprise launch and then maybe that way you won't have to pay for it again <laughs> yeah i don't mind paying for it again if uh well i do mind otherwise i wouldn't be talking about it but uh it was a good game it was really cool uh like radio runt was saying it it has what many motor racing x doesn't have as far as the action the guns it's like more old school crazy chaos um shooting and and cr screwing each other over you know it's really kind of cool that's what I like. Uh, uh, that's the type of thing I like, and the type of thing there's not enough of in VR is good old fashioned battle racers. And uh, yeah, man, it looks cool. Uh, again, Radio Riot has just went on and on about it all week long. So I think one way or another, we're going to have to get in there sometime this week. The schedule appears to be slow this week, uh, so uh, that that should afford us plenty of time to get in there and check it out. That's good because I went into Red Dead Two today because uh, I, I you know I realized I've probably been able to go in a lot longer than I I should have been. Um, just had to do what uh, I think it was you or Mash had to do with one of the I think it was you completely delete the folder and start over with a fresh install install and got in there and was like oh my god I couldn't believe how awesome it looked again and I want to stream it and uh, so I, I you know I was messing around with that and um, some Elden Ring so it's good mod time right. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to have to do with Elden Ring. Although I've already, um, I've already deleted it and installed, reinstalled mm. it once, so I don't know if it's going to help. I, I was on uh, Facebook Marketplace this week shopping for uh, Rift S, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to snatch one of those at a reasonable price over the next week or two, and then we'll give uh, Elden Ring another run. You know what I figured out? Um, I was telling Max this last night when I was checking out Elden Ring. Um, I was trying to figure out how to uh, cast it to OBS. Like there's a special setting in the the real VR menu, right? To be able to do it. And it gives you like the option to put right eye, left eye. And so I picked right eye, but then when I 
came out, OBS still showed me two eyes. And I thought, that's weird. And, but it, it dawned on me, okay, so I'm supposed to mirror one of the eyes, right? But the fact that I'm seeing two eyes, Wes, tells me that, because I had it in mono mode, it's still, it's still 3D. I just think the stereo pops it. That's why, that's, that's the confusion. Because I did go in and I see, did see what you were saying. I did see a depth pop with the uh, stereoscopic. But um, I realized that there is 3D there. It's, it's not playing um, in an open world flat version, like emerged. Somewhere in between, right? Because you still have those layers of the two, vi two, two versions. Um, you're still seeing both of them. And, uh, but it's not like stereoscopic 3D, if that makes sense. Well, um, not really, but I'll say this. Um, it looks great. Like, it, it re looks really good uh, with the stereoscopic off. Uh, so, like, uh, anyone like Scion, for example, who, who said that he'll check it out when stereoscopic works, it's great in just regular 3D with uh, stereoscopic turned off. Sure, it would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice if it worked. Uh, and I think, you know, if we had access to some advanced uh, settings that we would be able to tweak it in the working. My problem with the stereoscopic was that it, it wasn't calibrated correctly, mm. like the eyes crossed, right? So you had like this double image going on at all times. I think if we had a, an adjustment that, that would allow us to kind of calibrate that in, um, then it would it would work. Mm. Uh, it just uh, th there's nothing like that that I could find. Yeah, hopefully that's what Luke's working on. This is already the, one of the best, or if not the best, mod that he has. And I say that because Red Dead 2 is is just as good. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, that doesn't mean anything to you. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, great, it's just as good. That's That doesn't, that sucks. Um, but So right off the top here, we've got a $5 uh, donation from Felipe can't remember what sleep feels like laross felipe you don't even know yet bro you're just getting started <laughs> wait till you hit two months three months and uh of sleep deprivation like mm. uh it, it's funny roots because like you have this new fragile uh being that you just brought into the world congratulations again by the way felipe um being a parent is literally the best thing this life has to offer Absolutely. um but it's funny roots because literally you have this other life that's extremely fragile for a, a short period of time and um, so precious. But during this period of time, um, you're fighting off mm. delusion because you're not able to sleep and it takes a little while, you know, you know, it, it varies from person to person, but it takes a little while to adjust and uh, to learn how to uh, get your sleep in there when you when you can. Like luckily for me, I had a awesome wife who um, who allowed me to get some sleep because obviously I had to go to work, and um, she got to play stay at home mom. But uh, man, uh, I feel your pain, Felipe. Uh, but again, it, it hurts so good. It's uh, it, it's um, it's literally the best thing that life has to offer. I agree. I, I, I should make people better people if you become a parent. Although some people, it doesn't matter what happens. There's <laughs> just nothing you're doing with that person. They're just fucked. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, that's why being a grandparent is the best. You kind of like breeze in and you see you're fresh and you get to see the baby. 
and you see all the wariness of everybody else and then you come out and then uh come back home and play some fortnite and that's my experience anyway um it's been awesome yeah man you, you get all the good all the good parts right and you get to uh to uh to go home at the end of the day right absolutely and my daughter so she's already she's such an awesome mom already and she's just you know like she's just how it's cool how people just fall into that role right they just become natural it's it's built in us right this is really cool our friend alex joining us in chat what's up alex uh between realities just had a new episode go up with uh basti uh which is one of um one of Bradley's cohorts, the one of the data miners who are constantly tracking mm. uh, prototype hardware through uh, through watching the code. So uh, definitely an interesting watch going on over there. Uh, be sure to check out Between Realities this week if you haven't already. Absolutely, June 10th, Mash and Todd are on there. Um, and then the week after, we're on there. How crazy, right? June 17th, that's gonna be cool. Yeah, but I do have a a bone to pick with that. Like, if you're going to push us back to June 17th, then Masher needs to be in July sometime, <laughs> man. That's not fair. We we were going to be first roots, and now now we have to follow up. I yeah. don't like sloppy seconds, bro. Eh, you know what? I look at it the other way. You know what I mean? Someone has to be the opening act, and then you have the the, the main That's main true. show. You know, so either way. That's true. It kind of was. It wasn't fair to those guys to have to follow us anyway, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, I think it's going to be two amazing weeks, and uh, and I can't wait to hang out with them. MASH has been sucking up all the Alex and Skiva time with all these conventions, and uh, I haven't got to hang out with them. So. Yeah, I think he's, uh, isn't Masher getting ready to go out to um, AWE? Yeah, yeah, it's going out soon. That's going to be awesome, man. A lot, a lot of people are going to be there. Uh, it's all over my Twitter feed, like Road to VR, and mm. uh, just tons of people. Uh, setting up shop over there so it's going to be uh it's going to be fun to uh see what what uh masher gets to uh learn what what he what he can bring back and share with us uh from i think it's san francisco did you watch that interview i don't know if you had a chance to on thursday that he did with jerry i can't remember her last name the de uh, developer actually i mean she's yeah, not, yeah yeah it was like that was like the best interview dude that was like i was riveted the whole time and it was just like one thing after the next. I'm like, this person's led the most amazing life. And then she's like, eh, maybe I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have uh, done that. I'm like, fuck no, man. You did. She kept pushing. Like, that's what it, it's an inspiration to see somebody like that. It's like, you know what I mean? So many doors shutting in your face and you just keep pushing because it's your dream. And then you make it. And it's just awesome. I thought it was a really cool interview. Well, Jerry, Jerry Ellsworth well, here, is what D says. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jerry Ellsworth. Um, the uh, CEO and, and founder of uh, Tilt Five, which by the way looks awesome, yeah. I'm kind of regretting that I didn't uh, back the Kickstarter uh, <laughs> because it, it it has always looked like it's going to be really cool. Uh, and if it turns out um, anything like their concept, then it's going to be uh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, but as far as like making it, you know, wh whether you're talking about making it in the tech space or making it in the entertainment industry or anything, anything in life that you want to, quote, make it at, to say you don't want to punch a clock and work on a factory floor for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you want to make it doing something that you love, uh, everyone that has made it, they all have something in common. One thing that they all have in common, 
They all went for it. They all took a risk. They all jumped in and, and knowing that it could go badly and that uh, they could end up crashing and burning. Uh, they, they took that chance. They went for it and then they made it. And uh, I know it's hard to do sometimes, you know, to kind of just let go and, and let, uh, you know, fate play out. But uh, if you want to make it at whatever it is you're passionate about um you gotta you gotta you gotta recognize when your moment comes and you gotta go for it you gotta jump on the grenade mm. um and that would be my uh my 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 bit of advice to uh to anyone out there who uh who not content w- with where they're at in life and don't give up you know because it might may not happen the first second third time you know i think that uh that movie Will Smith did. I can't remember what it was. That true story about the, the homeless person that ended up uh, on Wall Street or whatever and ended up sleeping in his car and like just pushed it and it wanted to make a get a job for his family or for his daughter and like the drive has to be there and if it's there you can do anything. I think and if and of course recognizing when uh, maybe something you, you're suited to maybe go some a different direction. Sometimes doors shut in your your path to shift you a different way, right? Just have to have the wisdom to know. Alex VR coming through with a timely, uh, timely quote here. The master has failed more times than the beginner has even tried. And then yep. there you go. That, that, that's kind of it in a nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, we have a lot of uh, awesome VR stuff to talk about today. So I think we should probably get started the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Onakazi is here. He says the pursuit of happiness. Absolutely. Uh, Tiffany's here. Gamer Chick 13, the Diet Pepsi Cat. Uh, people love Tiffany Roots. Like, like it's so obvious when when you um, you know when you go to the on location episode that we just published last week with her, and you look through the comments, it's just so obvious how much people love Tiffany. We love Tiffany. And uh, thanks again, Tiffany, for hanging out with us and uh, and, and having uh, and sharing sharing uh, so much uh, about your uh, personal history and uh, your experience in the uh, in the industry. Uh, it was enlightening and it was a load of fun. Yeah, absolutely, super fun. Uh, VR Spry guys here. Uh, he says, I have just enough drive to wake up for work in the morning. Yeah, th- I feel you, man. It's like, um, it's like a, you know, I'll go for it tomorrow, right? Like, I'm tired today. I'll go for it tomorrow, and then tomorrow never comes. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel you, Spry Guy. Um, oh, Tiffany's being modest. She says, I'm so embarrassed, but people are so nice. Uh, you, you deserve all the uh, positive feedback that you get on there. You're a, a wonderful person and a good friend. Yep absolutely uh paradise decay is here he says i may be broke but i feel like i've made it in the vr realm thanks to the the amazing community see this is how i feel pd obviously we we don't have that uh the, the big numbers that come with playing the algorithm game like uh, so many others do uh but i i don't feel like any even the slightest bit less than uh so the bigger more popular guys in uh in the vr content creation uh bubble here and the reason why exactly like pd said it's because of the community it's because our viewers are so engaged with what we're doing and uh 
showing up week after week, day after day, month after month, year after year. Um, I feel like, I feel like I'm somebody, even if maybe technically I'm not, <laughs> um, I, I feel like I'm somebody in the space and, uh, certainly, uh, PD, uh, should be very proud of what he's built over on, uh, on his, uh, end of things as well. Yeah, he is absolutely has everything to be proud of. He's one of the hardest working people out there and it's paying off. Right. So. Onikazi said, and she said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? And I said, I think I remember the film. Um, <laughs> Abji is here as is uh, dark angel. What's up, dark angel. Um, Greg's VR. What's up, bro. Thanks for stopping by. Mind jive is here. Hello. Hello friend. Fun with the clicks is here says i'm not known but i love doing vr content mm. it's absolutely amazing the technology see that's the thing man we're all kind of kindred spirits in this space um we we're all early adopters we all kind of feel like we're the uh, uh you know we're the lucky ones that discovered this amazing thing and we're bringing it to the rest of the world um it says we've we've talked about it before how everybody kind of even the, the people that you haven't met from within this space, they all kind of feel like distant relatives, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And all those people that haven't, um, they're just somebody to bring into the fold that haven't even tried VR, right? Although it's starting to become more common to see a VR headset or have people say, I've tried it, um, than it used to be. Because I bring it up to random people all the time. So, and it's, uh, it's definitely becoming more common. Oh, for sure. For sure. Meta's on fire, man. They have been for, for two years now. And, uh, I still, I still roots every time I go to Walmart, I still check the, um, the quest Two stock to see if people are still buying them. They're still buying them, dude. They, they get stock in regularly. It sells out. They get more, it sells out and it's still happening. Even now. Um, I would love to see some, some hard numbers on uh, how many headsets are out there it's it's nuts uh just how popular this thing is yeah we're starting to get to the age you know uh, where it's becoming common to have multiple headsets in a in a household not just one right both your kids have them or all three mom and dad have them mom's doing supernatural and like everybody's doing something uh, it's really cool yeah we're i think we're about to go annual on the uh on the supernatural save a little bit of money because she's uh She's sticking to it, man. It's been like four months or something like that, and uh, three crazy. or four months, and she's still using it. So, uh, it, I, you know, I've been with this woman for uh, over twenty-five years, and uh, I've seen her try diets and exercise many, many times before. It never sticks. This time, it's sticking, man. I've never seen her stick with so, an exercise routine this long. So, uh, and and results, it's showing. That's so. so awesome. uh, it's really a, you know, when Supernatural came out and they said 20 bucks a month, I said, come on, man, who's going to pay that? I'm never going to pay that. <laughs> and your and, wife's uh, doing it. Oh, man, yeah, isn't life funny? It. Oh, I'm never doing that. And your wife's like, I think I'll do that. Um, and she's making it work and she's proof that it's it's worth it, right? It's cool. Uh, Gary's with us, Roots, immersed robot. Uh, he says, being a valuable member of the VR community also doesn't necessarily mean you have to do anything on YouTube. Lots of people provide incredible insight from the sidelines. That's absolutely true. Yes. And uh, if um, if you're active in social media and like on Twitter, you come to uh, 
recognize that there are a lot of these kind of figures that are well known uh, from within the bubble, but don't really do anything on camera, right? Nor are they working necessarily on a game or working for a studio. Uh, but but there are certainly people, kind of uh, VR ambassadors, actual real VR ambassadors, who uh, who um, are kind of just uh, well known and ever present, lurking in the shadows. Yeah, absolutely. We'll think about it in our community. We have people like that, like Radio Runt, that like yeah. every game he's trying, all these games he's he's providing all this inf information and and so uh, active. And um, so I agree. I agree with Gary. And uh, it's you know it, our show is live. I mean, obviously people watch it back after, but we wouldn't be anything without the chat, without people here, right? Um, so sometimes the best conversations get spurred by you guys out there. So. So uh, Masher's in the chat. He says, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, Maybe it, it's because of this love fest we have going on. No, right it's, it's a, he said D. He's saying that to D. Um, because uh, <laughs> they get emotional on the show, and, and Todd will have a button that says, don't cry. Girl, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, or something <laughs> like that. Um, so. Oh, what's up, Mash? Uh, looking forward to uh, catching you from San Francisco this week, bro. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway hello techno glitch thanks for uh thing hanging out uh mickey barrios is with us what's up gb abbreviated dreams cat is here says i'm an advocate for dreams plus psvr for social media and i won't shut up about it uh good you need to man i, I know um that uh man i forgot the guy's name already there, there's a new um experience getting ready to hit dreams uh that that looks trippy as shit aj talked about it this past Ooh. week on uh, on the underground and i saw it on twitter before he even talked about it uh i'm sure that uh dreams cat here knows exactly what i'm talking about i forget the guy's name the creator of so i feel like a tool right now uh but it looks amazing and i can't wait to uh get in there and check it out when it does drop yeah um, super cool hope hopefully he knows what i'm talking about or, or she he she knows what i'm talking about and uh z can get a prop, proper uh, a proper uh a proper plug in here for uh this creator I'll, I'll be sure to share it i'll be sure to share it with everybody when i check it out this week i assume it's going to be this week when it drops awesome the um, real question is are you going to play some fallout 4 vr radio runs waiting kind of hard to with resident evil 7 and 8 coming out and all the other mods that you probably yeah, want to get into man. i wanted to go into resident evil 2 today um but i still need to hook up with you and mash and the virtual strangers account because i and dude, don't switch your 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 hardware, bro. Everything freaks out. Says, "Oh my god, you <laughs> everything's different. All your passwords don't work. You need to relink pro programs. So weird." Yeah, I've been there, done that, man. It is a bit of a nightmare. It can be. Um, it, it's hard to remember. It 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 won't allow you to put things off, right? Like you you want to just get it up and running and play. So you say, "I know I need to do X, Y, and Z, but we'll do all that later." Uh, and you never get around to it until uh, like five minutes later when you realize that you have to do all that <laughs> stuff or it just won't work right. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Yeah. Um, except for you forget to um, do Windows Update and you go just start a stream and then you're like, <laughs> weird stuff starts happening. And they're like, oh shit, I got I forgot to do Windows Update. Um, that's not a good thing, Wes. That's kind of important. 
uh tiffany keeps going on in the chat here about how she wants me to sing some more you need to start watching some of my gameplay streams uh tiffany because it's a it's a pretty common thing for me to break out in the song uh especially when i'm half asleep at 4 a.m playing through some game um i'll see some crap that'll remind me of a song and i'll just kick right into it yeah, why not right that's what everyone's there for uh, anybody worth anything they want to hear a little bit of west singing that's right that's why that's why we make the big bucks here. yep uh, <laughs> um greg's vr says i hate those windows updates yeah man i'm putting 11 off as long as i possibly can um although you're having a pretty good pretty smooth time with 11 aren't you Roots? i was but you know the thing is is i i ended up going reverting back because i was having issues with my capture card but i'm still having the i was hit, still having the issues with the capture card and uh, as far as streaming the weird i don't know man it's just it's just one more thing on top of everything else but it shifted me in a di different direction and now i've got them linked via ndi and uh that's like even better and so um that's it's really good i just got to figure out the audio aspect of it which i think i have almost figured out and uh and then we'll be good then i'll be streaming everything through the the other computer even the show yeah yeah that's the thing about getting a new motherboard uh is that your your audio solution sometimes can be wildly different than it was on the last one so yeah yeah um definitely gotta uh get on top of that um are you Decepticon is with us, of course. Dark Angel says, smack that like button. Thank you, Dark Angel. Everybody hit the like so uh, so that the algorithm will let us survive one more week. Um, let's see. Who else is in this mug? Sion is here, as is Jim Hall. Jim Hall. Uh, uh, we have a Jim Hall sighting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Jim, Hall, Jim Hall says, perseverance pays off, and it absolutely does. It does. We've been trying um, to get Jim Hall into VR. He hasn't, you know, into something pop one i don't know yeah. it'll be psvr2 psvr2 gets here jim hall will rejoin the ranks that's true uh diz the game cat in the house what's up friend uh let's see here i'm trying to scroll up to the tippy top see who we missed uh oh doyle a doyle 59 hello 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 let me ask you this hey, don't let uh, tech says that mateo 311 says they're working on a left for dead 2 vr mod he can't wait but all of these vr mods can't work online because they're considered cheats so how am i supposed to play left for dead a four-player co-op not online left for dead is that the valve one the valve uh the valve zombie game i believe it is yeah it is i uh, know it's uh, it's the same one that's back for blood but uh i think it is valve right yeah 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 so um if if we're correct about that i don't know i, I get them all confused all the time all the different uh, zombie franchises uh but if it is indeed the valve one that might be your answer man because valve has always kind of been um you know friendly to the mod community so that you know you might not have to worry about getting banned for mm. mods in that game as opposed to others yeah I accidentally went on to Red Dead 2 online today and somehow Luke Ross's mod let me. It was like doing the selection between the girl and the guy. And I'm like, what is this? And then it, I, I went to back out and it said something. Do you want to leave online? I was like, yes, yes, motherfucker. Yes, get out. <laughs> I don't want to lose my game. I don't know why it's not supposed to let me log in. I, I guess I wasn't paying attention or something. It's weird. 
So it's that new computer stuff going on, man. You gotta, you gotta reset everything. Yeah. Um, Kentucky RC crawlers is with us. Hello friend. As is Chinatown D what's up D. Um, Rift traveler is here as is hack. What's up? What's up? Uh, let's see. I think we, we got to be getting close to the top now, man. Daniel Kaz in the house. What's up? Mike Newton. Hello, hello. Chris9989 is here. Four Willens here. Diego Darko, the super fat game cat in the house. What's up? And uh, if I missed you, I apologize. I, uh, I got sidetracked a couple of times with the discussion here. So, uh, hello, hello, one and all. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And uh, you're in for a good one. I feel like we got a pretty good show today, Roots. I do too. Absolutely. Merce Robot says, all I want right now is to try Half-Life 2 VR mod. That's the thing, man. It's that. Between that, there's really, there's so many good games out there. And the, the Resident Evil one's coming out. We're going to have like at least nine or ten really good mods that you could play that are AAA. Um, and uh, it's amazing. Although, Gary, I would throw out there if you tried the old school uh, mod that was, you had to load each individual file, um, you've already played it. Or you've, uh, uh, this, it's a better version of that. It's just more streamlined. Talk about Gary's mod. Yes, Gary's mod. Yeah, the Gary's mod one. I Because I tried it and I played like one or two chapters and I was like, this is pretty cool, but I'm not playing where I've got to load every single level after each level because you literally had to go into a menu and load it up and i was like no this is not happening um somebody left a um a comment uh trying to remember who it was was it anyway i don't want to get it wrong so i'm not going to guess i think i know who it was but i don't want to i don't want to make him mad if i get it wrong so uh anyway they were saying that um the gary's mod uh has gotten a lot better since then and that it now auto loads the, the yes. next level and uh there, there's lots oh, of okay. other features that that um that uh this mod does not have oh so uh might be worth a look uh to check out the the hmm. uh the gary's mod uh vr mod for half-life 2. yeah it looks it does it's a, it's better in almost every way gary than that old school one and uh it was it would blew me away but I'll, i will equally say um, and this is why West needs to get into the this one. And I know Elden Ring is probably and GTA Five has put a bad taste in his mouth. But um, Red Dead Two, I went in there today and I I was blown away at like just how awesome this game is. And I I just I like the gameplay is so good and so fun and the exploration and and going across and 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 how you can just be riding down a path and and something else catches your eye and you're doing you're chasing a bear or hunting it or who knows what the fuck you're doing everything it's just so good yeah man i really want to check out i mean i want to check gta 5 out i want to check out red dead 2 uh here's the problem i'm getting to the point now with all these awesome mods and, and cool triple avr games and even like we have we've had a lot of great indie games come out over the last few months um i'm starting to get that library paralysis again now we're like all right i have time to play something uh it's a slow week i don't have to play anything new i can literally play whatever i want uh but i have like 10 fucking things that i want to play which one do i pick so i just sit there staring at it and i end up not playing anything 
because I I can't pick the one thing that I want. So uh, that's I think you know as much as I want to play those uh, those other mods, uh, I'm kind of afraid to take more on right now because I want to get back to Fallout Four. I want to get back to Half Life Two. <laughs> Obviously, not only do we have Resident Evil Seven and Eight coming this week, but I didn't finish two and never started three. So like I need to finish Resident Evil Four on my quest. Mm. Like. I have too much to play. And then this week uh, is going to be great because not only should we have those uh, new Resident Evil mods, but we got a, a cool new indie horror title that uh, that we're going to be checking out this week for uh, Wednesday's show. And uh, man, uh, we're uh, first world problems, I guess, huh? Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. That's going to be, it's going to be good. And I guess what I just heard from you is that if, we want you to play Red Dead 2. It has to somehow make it on the docket for the show, and then you'll be forced to go into it. Although I don't, th- I don't know that you own it. Do you own it? Uh, it, it here's here's what's going to happen. Ruth. I I I will get it when the time comes for me to play it, uh, because for whatever reason, the the these Rockstar games, um, you have to own it yourself. You can't share. Yeah, yeah. You have to have your own copy um money here's what's going to happen roots because i'm so distraught over my not being able to um have the same experience with loot cross mods that everyone else has uh this is what's going to happen i'm going to buy a rift s i'm going to get one i'm going to pay about a hundred dollars and i'm going to get a rift s and uh when i do that and i have something that i can step down to that doesn't have quite so high of resolution but still looks good and is native you know we're not streaming uh, like uh like link whenever i have that baseline uh we're gonna deep dive and we're gonna fix loot cross mods all of them and uh and when that time comes i'm gonna check out red dead as well but i'm not i'm not doing another one until i get Elden <laughs> ring looking good until i get horizon looking good then, then we'll get in there and uh, we'll check out GTA 5 and Red Dead 2. Could be as simple as just uh, uh, because my best experience in Elden Ring was in the um, virtual desktop it, wirelessly. It could be just as simple as, as upgrading that router to that that uh, 5G router, right? Or whatever the uh, 6C yeah. or 6, Wi-Fi 6. Yeah, I was looking at those yesterday. They're not that expensive, man. They're really not. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are, but if you if you're just going to get a a, a good fast Wi-Fi six router, um, you know, not worried about the 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 six E variant, just a regular Wi-Fi six, you can get them for like I don't know eighty bucks, seventy five, eighty bucks. They're not that expensive. Just get it from Best Buy and try it, then you'll know. And if it doesn't work, you can take it back. If it works, it's worth it, right? And just make yep. sure that only Dad's headset gets to go on this, so you guys all get to stuck on the other. They don't need to have perfect. Stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, the router that that they're they're getting is not garbage. Like it's it's a really nice gaming router. Uh, one of those Nighthawk Netgear Nighthawk gaming routers. So I mean, they they won't be missing out on much. But I am going to buy one of those big, you know, routers with six antennas on it with the extra wide range mm. and. Uh, we're going to put all doubt to rest with regards to uh, that latency that I was experiencing on uh, virtual desktop in the, uh, in the uh, Elden Ring mod. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. You know what I mean? From, from my perspective. So 
Plus, we'll get better. You know, we'll get better. There, there's other uses for that router other than just playing wireless VR. Like, <laughs> it, it'll it'll marginally improve the quality of our uh, of our feed here. So, and you that, need a second uh, one. Your other one went out. You've needed a second one for a while, right? Yep, 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 yep. You're absolutely right. So uh, that that I could see myself uh, nailing down in the next week because uh, I, I'm now past the discovery phase. Whenever I buy uh, new tech, I have this phase, this discovery phase, where I I look Research. at the uh, the market. Yeah, look at the market, see what a good price is. Uh, see what the differences are in the in the different uh, price ranges, and then pick which one is best for me. Uh, and I'm pretty much uh, I'm wrapping up my uh, my research phase now, and uh, I'm about to pull the trigger on one. Nice. Tech says try to find a tri-band router. It's worth it in the end. I don't know anything about that, but I trust your your uh, research tech. Here's the thing about getting a tri-band routers. It's a way to future proof, mm. uh, but you have to have devices that can use that new band. That's like true. My my, uh, my Wi-Fi card in my computer is just two point four and five gigahertz. Mm. I don't know what the frequency is on the third band, but uh, um, I just got mine's Wi-Fi six in there in the motherboard, which I was pretty surprised. Yeah, well, I mean. Uh, that, that's kind of the nature of tech, right? You get uh, new stuff and it, everything just, you know, well, progresses to the next version. Well, that's where people don't take into consideration. They're always thinking motherboard or uh, uh, processor and uh, video card. They don't think motherboard. When you upgrade the uh, processor, especially when it's a, a big leap, the motherboard has so many different upgrades that just little things like the audio and different things that you just took for granted that, you know, four years ago was good and now is it's kind of antiquated, at least on my board, my old board. Uh, Factory Life says you need good wire from the router to the PC also. That is absolutely true. Yep. Um, and uh, Mepper's joining us. What's up, Mepper? Uh, Mepper's here, Roots. I think it's about time to get into some headlines. What do you think? Absolutely. I was just thinking we went off the rail for 42 minutes. It's definitely time to get into some headlines.
So uh, this story uh, coming courtesy of Peter Graham at Good Morning Web 3. The first gameplay trailer has arrived for VR Horror Propagation Paradise Hotel. Wanadev Studio, the French team behind the excellent rhythm action title Ragnarok, announced back in December that its next VR project would, would expand the Propagation VR franchise. Called Propagation Paradise Hotel, the studio has unveiled the first gameplay trailer showcasing the horrors that await. While Propagation VR was a basic wave shooter set within an abandoned subway station, Propagation Paradise Hotel is going to be a proper survival horror adventure. In a zombie-filled experience, you step into the shoes of Emily Diaz, who barricaded herself in the hotel's kitchen after everyone started to get sick. After a couple of weeks, though, it's time to leave and save your sister, finding out she's alive after intercepting a radio message. And so begins wandering dimly-lit corridors of the Paradise Hotel, uncovering horrors behind every door by the looks of things. Wanadev Studios' trailer showcases pre-alpha gameplay, so some of the designs are likely to change, but it gives a great sense of the overall atmosphere. The hallways are littered with dead bodies and blood-strewn walls. Flies buzz around the corpses, and the quiet amplifies your footsteps. Uh, Roots, we've been excited for this one ever since the uh, the reveal. I think it was late last year they revealed this. Um, it looks good, doesn't it? And here, here's the thing that really stood out to me about this. Um, this is spo- supposedly a standalone build. This is a this really? is the quest version, according to the on-screen text. Uh, now they may have been running it in a PC, but apparently this is the standalone quest version of the game. And uh, again, it's pre-alpha, but it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Um. A lot of people in the chat are saying it's got uh, Resident Evil vibes. Resident Evil 1, Zaylin Maru says. Uh, so definitely looks pretty cool. That's a, a co-op, right? I'm assuming because the uh, propagation was the first one. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't make that assumption because Ooh. this is very different from the original propagation. Mm, true. Um, but uh, it certainly looks cool. And, it, you know, if it were to be... Uh, co-op that would be amazing but uh not a prerequisite for me i'm interested either way um these zombies look grotesque and i think um i think dreams cat nailed it that the sound design sticks out uh probably as much as anything in, in this teaser uh just how good the uh the sound design already is uh you can kind of feel the tension um as you try to, uh, as the uh, on-screen character tries to make their way through the uh, through the zombie-ridden hallways of this Paradise Hotel. Absolutely. You know, and one thing I noticed, too, is the lighting looks pretty cool um, and dark, like in a lot of areas where you can just see the flashlight. And so I, I get, for me, it's going to be um, a lot of moments of, it's, it's building that tension, right? Because when you can't see, and especially in a zombie game, matter if there's anything in the room or not your mind it could be everywhere and so you're like and then all of a sudden something jumps out and that thing looked like it jumped in your face quick and that's going to uh it's gonna freak a lot of people out so i think it looks cool yeah i agree uh scion asked are we in the zombie age for 
for uh or are we in the zombie shooter age uh in vr and i would just say that we've always <laughs> been in the zombie shooter age it's been a staple in the vr uh catalog since uh vr was a thing uh and i think it's going to continue going forward because the fact of the matter is it's just fun it's fun to shoot things uh and especially zombies uh that they blow up oh so uh beautifully mm. and um yeah, man, uh, I, I think that this is going to continue to be a popular genre, despite kind of being overplayed, uh, especially in the uh, the, the indie uh, circuit. Yeah, well, there's always room for a well, well-made one. Now, I, I can't say that this one is more enticing to me than the uh, RE7 or RE8 mod, but this is a Quest 2 game, right? This isn't for the PC VR people. This is for uh, the Quest people. Well, I guess it's going to probably right. coming in both, right? Right, and, and you know, Resident Evil, um, for what it's worth, it's not like a traditional zombie shooter e either. True. So, like, um, this looks more along the, uh, you know, the the Arizona Sunshine, the Living Remain, that that type of, um, or Contagion, even, you know, that that type of uh, survival horror uh, experience. Mm, Contagion, my fave. Nice. All right, uh, Island Care says, oh. A good zombie game in VR, because there's not enough of those options out there. Yeah, I know, right? And um, for those of you who are interested and uh, have not experienced what is the gold standard in this genre, um, there's a key floating in the chat there for The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And I know a lot of people here, probably everybody here already has it. Uh, so if you're watching this after the fact, uh, and and you do have uh, a Steam VR headset, uh, or or you plan on getting one? Be sure you grab that key, courtesy of our friend Mickey Barrios. Um, it's uh, it's it's again, it's the gold standard, right, Roots? Yeah, absolutely. So don't don't assume it's not there because it very well still still could be there. Everybody before you probably assumed it was already taken, right? Right. Yeah. Check it out. Give it a try, man. That's a great game, and. Uh, yeah, everyone should have this in their catalog. I have it in literally every catalog roots. Like I have it on uh I have it on Steam, I have it on my Quest, I have it on my PlayStation VR, and it's good everywhere. Absolutely. I think uh Tiffany took it took the key and that's why she put that eyeball in there. Tiffany, you already <laughs> you could get as many keys as you want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany Tiffany, she's a key hoarder, right? Uh, give me just a second here, and I think got a nice little surprise here. Ooh, I love surprises. Oh, courtesy of our friend Mickey Barrios once more. Uh, text that he checked, it's gone. There you go. How do you check without like claiming it? I know you don't, do you not have it in your, uh, in your library already, Tech? He must not, not in Steam. Text a collector and take them all. Uh, let's see here. Gamer Chick says she's queen of the key hoarders. Uh, I, you got the queen part. You're an awesome person, Tiffany. Anyway, here, here comes one that you don't already have in your library, courtesy of our friend Mickey Berrios once more. How do you know that? Boom. Oh. 
I don't Ooh. have I'm doing I don't have that in my I'm doing it. <laughs> now cold doing it. How doing horrible. It. Because I have a I have like maybe a five to ten second to I could actually grab it before anybody could see it. No That's one would right. know. And and the reason why it's gone when you tried to claim it is because <laughs> Ruth got it. I'm getting all these keys, dude. <laughs> hey man. You you can't help that you're a winner. Yeah, that's right. I used to do that in Anthony's chat, though, man. I used to copy and paste, and I, I'd get like three out of every five keys that would post up there. And I had so many that I actually stopped because I felt a little bad. I never felt bad, bro. I'll take all <laughs> the <laughs> Take them, man. Uh, anyway, thank you, Mickey, uh, for not only the uh, the keys you've already donated, but the, uh, the, the propagation that he literally just sent that over to me uh in discord so uh awesome awesome uh i don't think i have it either roots to be honest it seems like though where was it maybe maybe it was part of a bundle or something mm. um i think it was one of the ones i missed out on though i always procrastinate on these bundles and then when i go back to buy them they're gone <laughs> so uh, i think this was actually part of a bundle recently that i meant to pick up but i just didn't Man, gamer chick says um she sees how it is virtual strangers ask for keys from dev so west can give them away to roots it's a nice well, business, exactly. business model yeah, it works out it does that's how we make uh that's how we make ends meet here you know we got to do something yeah yeah that's right <laughs> all right uh anyway um yeah see Mickey barrio says it was in a bundle so that's where uh that's where that key came from it's one of those bundles Science says, remember the days when we were playing Pop 1 like crack addicts? Good times. Actually, Mash and I were just talking about that because I have like 200 and some odd hours in that, and so does Mash. And I think um, Jim Hall as well. And we were saying how much we like that game. So we may go start playing some more Fortnite uh, and uh, revisiting the old times. I'm down, man. I'm not I'm not one to play Fortnite, but if, uh, if you guys are going to be in on Pop 1, count me in absolutely dude because just when you uh were starting to get into it we all kind of we none of us have really went in there anymore right we definitely need to get back in there you know we we made like plans that we were going to start uh playing it regularly and then we never went back in. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start playing now that i can stream vr flaw, or, well we'll see once it starts happening flawlessly i'll put it out there just to do it um i'll, I'll stream a lot more because you know like i <laughs> Dude, last night, Jim Hall, he was pestering. I had to share my screen, screen in Discord because I was telling him I, at idle, I said, my video card's sitting at 26 degrees Celsius because my case has so such good airflow and the, the processor is so cool. It's actually, everything's cooler than I've ever had. I've never had this cool of a thing. He's like, God, oh, you're misreading. And I said, dude, I've got like three programs telling me the same number. It's not misread. And uh, it's just crazy, man. It was cool. Yeah, that yeah, it is cool. Literally, yeah, literally cool. So. Uh, anyway, uh, Propagation Paradise Hotel currently slated to arrive towards the end of the year, supporting Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, Valve Index, and Windows Mixed Reality. See, now this is confusing. Uh, the line here is reading off PC VR, mm. but uh, at the beginning of that thing, it says standalone. That's... standalone build and maybe it's maybe that means something other than the way i took it hmm. um oh, makes i took you standalone wonder if it... to mean like standalone vr oh maybe it's not even coming to quest 2 at all 
That is kind of misleading. I mean, maybe. It's definitely not very straightforward, if anything, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe maybe that standalone is referring to something else. Yeah. Standalone VR. Um, but I thought I thought well, that would explain why that quest footage looks so good, wouldn't mm. it? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe they they were just kind of in a in a unique way saying it's not co op co op. You're gonna be standing alone. Like, okay. Standalone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh regardless, whether it's coming to Quest or it's coming to PC or it's coming to PlayStation, I'm looking forward to playing it regardless. Um, that's the beauty of not boxing yourself into uh one platform. So uh Again, uh, this should be out by the end of the year. I'm going to be all over it when it does uh, release. And uh, I didn't know. I didn't know it was from the Ragnarok guys. Did you? No, no, actually. And it's such different uh, games from each other, right? Both good games in yeah, different right. ways. Well, I guess we don't know about this one. So. Right. Right. Well, I, you know, if the uh, if the wave shooter propagation is uh, any indication, this is going to be top notch, high quality. This one from Scott Hayden at Road to VR. Developers Resolution Games unveiled their upcoming VR sport Ultimax in late 2021, although it wasn't clear from the cinematic trailer exactly what sort of game we were dealing with. Now, the studio has tossed out its first gameplay trailer, showing off some very Rocket League-inspired action mixed with teleporting and missile-firing mechs. Ultimax promises to serve up 2v2 multiplayer matches, which is said to be based on, quote, precise punches and impeccable reaction times, the studio says in a press statement. Here's how Resolution Games describes the action. Quote, Ultimax puts players in control of state-of-the-art machines designed for speed and power. Working alongside a teammate, each competitor pilots their mech in pursuit of a massive Super Bowl as it ricochets away, ricochets its way around the arena. Roots 
Do you know who else is constantly in pursuit of a massive Super Bowl? My mom! <laughs> yes, she is. Using quick movements to stay on top of the ball and one step ahead of opponents, victory comes with a rocket-powered fist being aimed. Do you know who... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> shot and steered into the Super Bowl, slamming it into the goal. The precision, impeccable reaction times, and lightning-fast calculations required to come out on top do you know who are sure to keep fans on the edge of their seats? Uh, Resolution Game CEO Tommy Palm compares it to wielding a to wielding a guided missile and quote changing direction on the fly as you try to strike a target in midair at just the right angle. Uh, although focused on two v two gameplay, Ultimax is also said to include a one v one mode. The game is still slated to arrive sometime this year on quote major VR platforms. So it seems there's still much to learn. At least for now, the studio says it's available for Steam wishlisting. So it will for sure be on PC VR headsets. The game's previous trailer also showed a user donning a Quest 2. So it's likely coming to that platform as well. Uh, Roots, we had a bit of a, um, a mixed experience recently when we tried the uh, VR's latest attempt at uh, rocket league mm. which was knock um while on paper a lot of people were raving about that game and it has a lot of good things going for it uh the the experience in game um proved to be somewhat frustrating uh for noobs like us basically because of the uh the lack of balanced matchmaking um are you worried about that here or are we confident that our friends at resolution games, uh, with their infinite experience with, uh, multiplayer and, and uh, party games, do you think they're going to be able to figure out the, the formula and for the first time really land a, an awesome rocket league VR game? I hope so because knock wasn't it. I was wrong on that one. At least for me, I, I didn't enjoy it. This is the thing. Every time I see a game like this, I want the real Rocket League. I love Rocket League. It's amazing. I'd rather drive a car and jump and flip and do all the cool things you can do. And that that game is so cool. It'd be so cool in VR. They need to make the actual one. Hopefully, this is good. Now, Resolution Games. They 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 they're. I mean, they're obviously the game's going to be polished. I'm sure it'll be it'll be fun. Will it be Knock Two? You know, that's another thing people are saying in the in the chat. You know, it, it looks a lot like Knock, just with robots. And um, I didn't like, like not Knock. Now, I don't know if it was the bow and arrow or if it was the fact that you ran out of arrows. Uh, maybe if you have unlimited things to shoot the ball as a, a robot, it'll be more fun. Maybe they've got jetpacks on them and you can fly up. I mean, who knows? It could be super amazing. Um, but there's not enough gameplay shown, like Onikazi says. Hey, there, that, that really you can't see shit from that trailer <laughs> so i mean all we know is that it's it's like rocket league and your robots so hopefully it'll be good yeah i'm confident you know resolution games typically um even if a game is less than perfect when they launch it they continue to support it i mean they're still actively updating blast on for crying out loud so i think that this will turn out to be good just like everything else that they put out um well it's about whether they hit the mark or not you know is the gameplay going to be right. fun is it going to be because like i said knock wasn't i mean 
I thought that was going to be amazing too because of the developers and it, it just it missed the mark for for actual fun for most people um and it was uh, you know i mean i i don't know if it was i think part of it was because just the way that you're shooting those arrows and you run out it just it it becomes a very not fun game at least for me well um, our problem was is that what we got put in there every time that we played it. We got put in there with somebody who was was very, very experienced, and we never had the opportunity really to learn how to play. Uh, beyond the, the the matchmaking, though, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the kind of ice rink uh, stadium where you're sliding around, running into the wall. It's hard to to kind of change direction and and, uh, and move in the other uh, and move another way. Uh, and that while that doesn't seem like it's going to be a problem here, it looks almost like it's node based. Like, did you notice that there was like circles all over the floor? Mm. Uh, this this might be one of those uh, deals where it's not free locomotion at all. You're just uh, going node to node with it. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, people people in the chat were saying. That it looks like it's teleport or at least node to node, and they weren't too happy about that either uh vr veterans shouldn't be hard, hard to pick up knock and get good this is the thing Diz. i didn't want to i could spend i could tell i could spend five six hours or however long it would take to start getting good at it i just like i have so many other things i'd rather be playing and i i just didn't enjoy it and like wes said we went the way the match went it was like you went into a game and they not only beat you but they took your nose and they rubbed it in a pile of shit while they were doing it because that's that's how these people do it was just <laughs> it was ridiculous so much so that we were almost laughing because they were just stomping all over us and they were probably seven or eight years old well some of them anyway it was crazy yeah it, it was uh, it was pretty bad man they were uh, i mean there was a couple of times there that they were literally knocking the tip off into the net like it was <laughs> They would knock it right over our heads, right into the goal, and we weren't good enough with the locomotion to stop it, you know. And, and didn't I didn't know at the time how to, uh, you know, put the blocks in the air, which is apparently something that uh, experienced players use to their advantage quite frequently. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I could see like if I had time and, and the will to to put some real practice in the knock i could see myself maybe having fun with it uh but it was not fun uh when, when we tried it you know we played it for like an hour <laughs> hour and a half and it was uh it was just frustration pretty much the whole time the only thing that was fun about it was how ridiculous it was and getting to hang out with wes and mash for that time <laughs> because it was funny because it was just so ridiculous how how over over uh, powered we were um, and what, the thing that makes me the laugh the most is, and Mash will attest to this, it's like before I got in there with Mash and we were waiting for Wes, I said, oh, dude, I was jumping around. I was trying to think. I said, oh, I'm going to be so good at this, dude. And I literally said, told Mash that. And then like 20 minutes later, I was thinking, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> I was so not good at this. Onikazi says, just hit B after you fire an arrow. Yeah, we know that now, bro. <laughs> We figured it out afterwards um we, yeah. we just didn't know it at the time I, maybe we need to just go in back in and hit b see if it maybe that changes everything 
Yeah, that 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 could be it, man. We we just need to hit B. That's it. Paradise the case says get good. Exactly, exactly. We just need to get good. Yeah. Um. Now here's a good thing. Uh, I don't think Ultimax is going to be knocked. It looks uh, it looks completely different. To be honest, I mean they both are are kind of Rocket League clones, but the you know the gameplay mechanics couldn't be further apart. The locomotion's mm. different. The way that you uh, move the ball is different. Uh, the structure of the teams is different. The, the arena mm. is different. Um, so I don't think this is going to be the same game. And um, I do believe that it's, you know, I have faith in resolution games, uh, putting something forth that, that's going to be uh, fun to play. Yeah. And I don't think they'll launch it until it is. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Hopefully we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, Jim Hall says I need to watch a video on it. Yeah, just send me the video link, Jim, and I'll figure out how to play knock from from the video. I'll tell you what, Jim, if you want to play it with us, we'll we'll go back into it, right, Roots? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I I will say that um, and maybe the the developers of Resolution Games that are out there listening, that I was a little disappointed when I heard um what Wes was saying there, is um I don't I don't care about one v one personally. That's not that's not my jam. 2v2 okay, but why not 3v3? That's like that's the the standard for this type of game and it's weird that you stopped at 2 and I'm just curious what what the reason is or or maybe 3v3 is coming. Um because that's the ultimate. That's the the standard for this type of a game and I would love to be able to go in with Mash and West. And uh maybe they'll by the time it drops they'll have added that as well. Well, I'll be sure to um to ask that question as we lead up to launch and we uh we have a little back and forth with our friends over there i'll ask them why 2v2 i'm sure there's a reason for it yeah yeah i'm sure there's a reason and maybe they just maybe they they don't know that there's a a, a want for 3v3 i'm sure that's what came up but i'm sure there's a, a really good reason for it yeah yeah uh, anyway, um, that's not all the news we got from uh, from the world of resolution games this week. As we learned, uh, we got the first peek at a new Demio campaign, Curse of the Serpent Lord, uh, arriving June 16th. This from Harry Baker at Upload VR. Uh, resolution Games unveiled a teaser for its next Demio campaign titled Curse of the Serpent Lord, which is arriving soon. Uh, the new campaign will arrive on June 16th, available as a free update on all platforms, and it will be the fourth campaign for the game, following on uh, following on from the initial launch campaign, The Black Sarcophagus, and subsequent expansions, Realm of the Rat King and Roots of Evil. There's no other details available about the Curse of the Serpent Lord besides the image uh, that we're looking at here. But safe to say we can expect to hear more across the next few weeks before launch. Um, Roots, I love this game. And with each uh, DLC pack that they add into it, I love it even more. And um, I'm kind of surprised, man, to be honest. I'm surprised uh, that they haven't started charging people for these new decks, if you will, for, for their game. Uh, because Demio is a complete package already, yeah. uh, and it's one of the best games in VR. Uh, to to you know, as far as like multiplayer party games go, it might be the best multiplayer party game in VR. Um, but I'm starting to see the situation develop, kind of like what happened with uh, P 
pistol whip where they just kept adding to it and adding to it and adding to it, but never charging anyone. Mm. And maybe, and maybe they'll do something similar to that. And like pistol whip did, maybe one day they'll just up the price up the base price of mm. the game to uh, re- reflect the amount of content um, within. I think that's the, I mean, there's, there's two different ways you can do it, right? That's a, that's a very fair way to do it, right? Because everybody that bought it early on, they, they benefited for getting in early and everybody else that gets all this extra content, they're paying a little bit more, but they're getting all that content, right? Um, but then you can also go the uh, walkabout mini golf route where, you know, you give three, four or five expansions and then people really enjoy it. And then you say, okay, we're going to make new expansions. Um, from here, they're going to be 10 bucks a piece. And then people say, yeah, it's not too bad. 10 bucks. I'm, I'm in. Right. Um, I will submit uh, resolution games. If you're listening again, um, I think you made a mistake on the coin flip thing. Oh, and before anybody freaks out only, only on the rat King. And you should give you one coin only because that fucking that I watched mash and then I fell asleep last night and I missed, I was supposed to play with, with them and mash and they four and a half hours to get through that campaign. And they didn't end up, they ended up dying at the end to the rat King because oh, the brutal. way, the way that, that, that boss is every time uh, the rats that he's spawning, if you, any, anytime any of them die, it heals the, the rat King for that amount. So I, I watched them do damage infinitely for an hour and a half on this rat king and watching him get healed over and over and over again and um it's just it's too much that that like radio run says that particular campaign is so hard that he it's like a 50 50 chance if he wins or not um it's crazy but yeah i'm really looking forward to this uh i just watching last night reminded me how amazing this game is i was a little bummed out that um, I, I took a three-hour nap in the middle of the day and, and woke up after MASH started because he had to start without me. And uh, and I missed an amazing campaign, but I got to watch it on the stream, so it was cool. We need to finish our game with Radio Run. Yeah, we need to f- finish our game with Dave Marsh. Yeah. I, I want to yeah, get... Yeah, we do. Dave, contact us. To tell Matt, get to MASH. We need to finish that game, Dave, uh, because um, I want to finish it. Dave's not here. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> uh, no, man, I love I love Demio. Um, what a complete package, right? I mean, it's on it's on Oculus, it's on it's on Rift, it's on Quest, it's on Steam, it's on flat PC. And mm. even if you own the Oculus Rift version, you can play it on your flat PC. It's all crossplay. It's all like top notch. It's beautiful, even on the standalone version, and it just keeps getting new content new content new content i want this game on playstation Mm. there's no reason this game shouldn't be on playstation now i get it i get it that the psvr market's not the most booming thing these days but if you have a flat version now it makes sense right because you're not just selling to the people with the vr headsets i mean you want to do the vr version but you know just make it kind of a mode with the flat version kind of like you do on steam or anywhere else um this game needs to be on console. I think that uh, it would be uh, a hit on PlayStation. Oh yeah. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we won't have to wait a year before that happens. Yeah. There's no reason it shouldn't be there. It's an amazing game. And uh, it's just, uh, like I said, watching last night, it was just reminding me how magical this game is. Super cool. This game came to PSVR this year. It would probably end up being the game of the year on PSVR. It's that good. It's so fun. 
Scion VR says Root's preferred version is flat? Question mark. Um, well, you can ask Wes that because when we uh, he asked me which which key I preferred for this upcoming thing, um, I said uh, I preferred the VR, and uh, I, like there's not, you know, if it's a, it depends on the game, you know. I, I can't imagine wanting to play this flat over VR, but for those people that don't have VR, it's awesome. And a Steam Deck would be another perfect game way to play this game, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely um or tilt yeah, five I'd, I'd actually i'd like to see how that worked out actually but uh i lost my train of thought anyway yes uh si, on what root says is true uh our friends at resolution reached out to us last week to uh see which version of the serpent lord uh dlc that we wanted and i put the poll out there and asked uh asked our our party if anyone wanted the flat version instead of vr and uh roots requested vr so he's showing his true colors he's still a vr guy um especially when a game like Demio comes along i mean who doesn't want to be in there on the ground level roots yeah exactly and i said the same thing to drillo last yesterday in the discord about elden ring he asked me if i you know if i play the um the vr version i said dude i don't even i don't really consider i don't even plan on really playing the flat version anymore and before the mod dropped, I was like, I'm going to finish this second playthrough. Now I want to play it all. And I want to start to finish in VR. And because uh, it's such an amazing game. And, and why would I not want to have the best version of it, which is going to be in VR? It doesn't want to be in there. Yeah, that world's awesome. Uh, Dreamscat says PSVR 1 sales are terrible now. It seems savvy to me for any devs to wait, even if it's mm. not technically necessary. True. for the big spotlights and hubbub that will accompany psvr 2's launch i agree with that usually this is a um this is a special case though dreams cat because this is a hybrid game it's not just vr now if, if it were only a vr game like it was you know six months ago then yeah i'd say it would be foolish to bring this game to playstation now but it's not just a vr game it's a flat game as well so they could bring it to the 110 million uh, PlayStation 4 owners out there uh, and sell it as a flat game with a VR mode. And that way, uh, you know, they can make their money on it. And then the, the PlayStation players get to uh, get to play the game this year with everyone else. And there's a um, the other side of the coin when because everything you just said is true, um, there's not many games coming out so you're guaranteed with a game like this it's it's so good that it's it would do really well in vr like why everybody's going to pick it up there's nothing else out there and this is an amazing game they want to play already so yeah I, I hopefully hopefully it happens i don't think that it will i think we would have heard something by now if they were planning on doing this uh but it makes sense in my mind anyway yeah, yeah i agree uh anyway um Oh, shit, I forgot where I was going with that. Forget about it. Let's go on to the next topic, Roots. <laughs> the Not Haunt Await as Warhammer heads to MetaQuest 2 on the 19th 
of May. This is from Peter Graham at GMW3. No matter which VR platform a developer chooses to support first, if they haven't already picked MetaQuest 2, then it's highly likely that a port will come at some point. Carbon Studio has proven that this week by announcing that PC VR title Warhammer Age of Sigmar Tempestfall will be making the leap onto the standalone headset next week. Carbon Studio has been hard at work, fitting a big action-adventure video game like Tempestfall onto the MetaQuest 2. With the PC VR version having been, quote, further refined and improved, Quest 2 Edition has been enriched with an improved combat system and several quality of life changes. These range from easier spell casting and clearer signaling of the attack direction by opponents to additional upgrade stations to enhance your weapons and an improved hit recognition system. The team hasn't just enhanced the gameplay experience. The Quest 2 Edition will come with all of the PC ver- PCBR versions extras, like the new Hardcore mode, plus one extra bonus, the Storm Trials mode. Similar to a Horde mode by the sound of it, you have to fight through ever more challenging arena levels, upgrading your character and weapons along the way. Hopefully, these improvements stack up to a more rounded experience. Uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Tempest Fall will arrive for the MetaQuest 2 on the 19th of May, priced at $25 US. Uh, interesting, Roots. Uh, interesting. Um, I guess we should start by saying that on PC, this is an underrated game. This game is so much better than it reviewed and uh not that the reviews were all bad mind you like we weren't the only ones out there singing the praises of uh age of sigmar tempest fall uh but there was a lot of people that that didn't care for this one um so i'm glad to see that this is uh this game's going to get another run a second chance at uh, getting the recognition that we feel it deserves yeah absolutely it definitely um it definitely was underrated it was like i think like mash said it it's one of those games that um because of the name it, it it took on some uh i guess people had expectations and it was was not what they wanted or expected and it was a really good game and i think i think it's good it's not really good that, i just think it's good that they're getting a second chance but now that the quest two people are getting a chance to play it right yeah and, and you know a lot of it too with the criticism people were saying that it was too easy but it, the game actually gets challenging uh as you get deeper into it uh, but at the beginning, it is kind of easy to mm. combat because you're playing the role, literally, you're playing the role of a god. And these uh, early zombie minions that they have in this game are not tough to deal with. Mm. You can literally just grab them and tear them apart if you want to. Uh, but as the game goes on, not only do they increase in numbers, but they increase in difficulty as well. And um, I found it to be quite satisfying, especially after they patched out some of the jank that was um there at launch because it you know we did uh give it a favorable review but it wasn't all positive there were there was some jank that we dealt with um when the game was new yeah absolutely but like you said it's fixed but onakazu says uh it came the game came and went um none of the videos of people playing it made him want to pick it up and see this is the problem with um 
I don't know if it's YouTube videos in general or if it's just the VR crowd, but everybody plays the same areas, the beginning videos, right? It's like the first right. hour of the game. And what you just described is what Onikazi probably saw. Everybody play that same hour. And he's like, yeah, this looks easy. You know, nobody's playing four hours in and showing you all the hard shit. Um, you know, definitely, uh, definitely a game that um, probably better than people think. Yes, I, I have to say it is. Yeah, uh, Island Kara says, "Wow, don't bliss, don't blink, and and you'll miss that trailer." Uh, I noticed that too. Super quick trailer for this one, and I got to think that that can't be by accident, Roots, um, because you know one of the best things about Warhammer: Age of Sigmar Tempest Fall uh, on Steam is that it's absolutely one of the most beautiful mm -hmm. games I've ever been in. It is stunning visually. There is no way that they reproduce that in a Quest headset. So I think that there's a there's a very strategic reason why uh, there's a freaking 25-second trailer for this thing, um, because there's no way it, it even comes close to touching what it looks like on PC. It wasn't even 25 seconds, Wes. It was like literally um, <laughs> it's like five seconds. It was so short that um, I, you know, I, I, for me, you know, we go to the bathroom. We do a lot of things during our, our trailer. I was like just getting ready to get up and I looked and I was like, oh, shit, I gotta, I'm switching the scene already. <laughs> Seven seconds in. It was a very, very quick uh, short. And um, I, it made me think I don't remember the PC VR trailer being that short because they were showing off how awesome it, and beautiful it was. Um, so I think you're right. Right. Well, let's take another look at it, Roots, uh, while we're talking about it. Let's see what we can gather from this uh, imagery um, now that we're primed and ready for, for the, uh, the the fleeting trailer that it is. Yeah, let me... Uh... Yeah, it was 10 seconds. Yeah, it looks Ten good. Second. 10 seconds. Yeah, it didn't look bad. Uh, I mean, it obviously didn't look like the, the PC version, but it didn't look bad. Uh, interestingly, though, like all of the imagery is of uh, character models. Uh, I want to see what these gigantic uh, gilded towers look like uh, yeah. on the Quest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it could be good. Like, uh, I know that uh, Vertical Robot, surprises me with what they were able to do with red matter um so maybe it'll be better than we even thought but um i don't know i'm glad uh, you know again while that is one of the better things about the game it isn't all the game has to offer so uh, again i'm glad that uh this game's getting a second run and uh hopefully it's uh better received on the quest platform than it was on pc absolutely uh, Sion says that my mom doesn't approve of things that last this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> See, Sion, I don't know why you're talking about my mom, bro. Like, like, like everybody thinks that these jokes are all about my mom. That that's not the joke, man. For what? me, it's my mom, but for Sion, it's supposed to be Sion's mom. Why are you talking about my mom, bro? <laughs> well, who was it? Somebody, I think it was Gamer Tag or something. Way, way, way back in was kind of like. Why is everybody like talking about their mom? Like what, you know, like, 
It was like, what? They're not talking about my mom. I'm talking about my mom, but you don't get to talk about my mom, bro. Come on. Uh, anyway, uh, 25 bucks, fair? Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, it's had, it's a pretty long game, right? It's like eight or ten hours. Yeah. Now, Mash, Mash yeah, and played the uh, hell out of this game. Tested it and stuff, right? Nice big map with uh, with lots of back channels and shortcuts. You know, the, the, the paths all kind of... Um, you, you feel like uh, you might be discovering a, a new area, and sometimes you do. But a lot of times you'll you'll go down a long and winding corridor just to find yourself in a spot you've already been, uh, which is something I like. I like the uh, the size of the map and uh, the way that they um, they kind of disguise the linearity of it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, Onukazi got it. He says so the collective mom is it? so it's about Gaia exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to checking this out. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully they're able to produce something that's that's in the ballpark with of what they gave us on uh, PC. And if not, uh, I'll just play it on PC again because uh, it did, as this article uh, pointed out, the, the PC version has received some uh, updates and uh, quality of life fixes, new gameplay modes. Uh, this is a, a different game than even the one that we played all those months ago. It was already good back then, right? Yeah, yeah, it was good to start with. So uh, I'm sure it's. Um, I, I did play it after they uh, patched out some of the the jank and the interactions and weapon selection. Uh, it, that was a pretty big improvement. But uh, I haven't I haven't played it since this last real big update that it got. Uh, anyway, uh, Warhammer Tempest Fall not the only game uh, to receive a notable update uh, this uh, recently. The latest and biggest update to Wanderer is here. We're excited to bring you big improvements. The About Time update includes a completely new autosave and load system, a new watch UI to better track your progress, finger tracking for supported controllers, and heaps more. Uh, Roots, I'm not going to read down this laundry <laughs> list of fixes that they have added into this game. Uh, but it is safe to say that all of that uh, jank that really held this game back initially from being the hands-down game of the year, all that stuff's fixed now. And I did go out in and check it out a few days ago. Um, obviously, I need to spend more time in there to m make sure all of it's gone, but it certainly seems uh, like it is. It's a much smoother experience to play now. There's literally no risk of uh, some bug causing you to have to replay a level now because of the way that they've uh, updated the uh, the save and load system. Um, the watch is much easier to deal with. There's a lot more information in the UI. Um, it's just, it's just a, a highly polished experience now 
and it was already a great game before. Um, it's about time, Roots. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. I might even have to stream it now. My question for you, Mash, I mean, Mash, um, Wes, is um, are you going to speed run this thing and try to beat the record? What was that guy did? He did it was like an hour and a half, two hours or something. He speed run the whole like, game. Yeah, it's like two, two hours. I, I'm not typically into that thing, that type of stuff. But I mean, if it were like, um, what was the game we were recently reporting on that, that literally, it was Temp, uh, Eye of the Temple. Like Eye of the Temple has speedrunning stuff built into it. Like if it had something like that. That would be cool. With, with like an onla- online leaderboard and stuff that I could put my name up on. Uh, maybe I would do it, but I, I'm not I'm not like into the whole speedrunning scene. That's typically not my thing. Now, I will say this. When I went into it the other day, it it dropped my jaw all over again just how beautiful that this game is and how uh cool the story is um i I could totally see myself you know on a slow during a slow period picking this one back up and playing through it again uh it's really it's that good oh wow i definitely i'll tell you what i really did enjoy it i am going to go back to it corporate zombie wants to know um if it the update lets you kill the watch. I, I'm assuming you don't like the watch very much. Corporate zombie, a little annoying, actually. Samuel, was his name Samuel? Or am I remembering something else? That was a different game, wasn't uh, it? That's it? absolutely correct, okay. Samuel. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I like time. Yeah, travel, and there, so. there's a good story behind that, too, that I'm not going to spoil, but, uh, you know, people people will find it interesting. This is a, this is a time-traveling puzzle game, and... Um, it makes very good use of that uh, uh, knowledge of history, we'll say, uh, when they wrote the story to this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Scion VR says, I never understood the motivation to speed run a puzzle game. Scion, if you streamed, you, like live streamed, missed speed run, I'd watch it. And I think a lot of people would watch it. If you're good at it, I, I think there's, there's, there's that, that genre of people like to watch people try to go through something fast. Like that Elden Ring video, I'm still in awe of that guy that played the entire game without taking one hit of damage. I still don't know how the hell yeah. you do that. That is insane to me. Crazy. Uh, Spraga says, I'm stuck on on uh, the Wanderer. Yeah, well, um, if you need help, bro, talk to me if you want help. That's another cool thing, Rich. Remember how, how upset I was that the... Um, that sometimes the watch would give you hints when you didn't want it. They fixed it. They fixed it. You can turn yeah. that off now in the settings. Good for them. See, they're that, that's a sign of a good developer. They listen to the community, and uh, and they fix things. You know, why do you have game testers if you're not going to fix stuff? Why do you ask the community to feel free for feedback if you're not going to listen? Um, the really good developers listen, and they not to everything. Don't knee jerk. But um, the stuff that needs to be listened to, listen to it and then fix it. And uh, so, I, yeah, I think this game is, there's so many fixes on this thing and it was already really good. Um, now it looks like it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really, really good game. Um, just went on sale on the PlayStation for like 20 bucks and Ooh. it's a it's a Viport Infinity title as well. So people who have subscription to uh, Infinity can play it for free anytime. No reason not to play it. I think it's about time, Roots. Absolutely. I think it is, too. 
anyway, uh, if you haven't checked out Wanderer, be sure that you do. Uh, definitely one of the best releases, if not the best this year. Uh, not the only game. Again, as I said a moment ago, to get significant updates this week, though, as Cities VR update has uh, dropped, which improves the tutorial, the controls, and more. Uh, this from Harry Baker, once again, at Upload VR. The first post-launch Cities VR patch dropped yesterday, a few days ago now at this point, addressing several issues that emerged at launch two weeks ago. The patch doesn't include any new content, but instead makes changes, fixes, and adjustments to various areas of the game to improve the overall experience. Most notably, the tutorial has been expanded and restructured with new steps and improved text and images. There's also now a save reminder, which will pop up if you haven't saved your game in the last 10 minutes. Exiting to the main menu will also prompt you to save as well, ensuring players don't lose prog progress accidentally. The patch also addresses the darkness of the night cycle across all maps, brightening up the darkest points of the nights for further visibility. Plus, you can now turn off the day-night cycle when starting a new map if you so wish. Alaska. Uh, roots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, roots, you said it a moment ago. The good developers listen. And uh, while we did ultimately recommend this to people who like this sort of strategy game, city builder game, uh, and something that's challenging, we did level quite a bit of criticism toward it for not training the player uh, appropriately before setting you loose in this game. Uh, and I haven't been in to check this update out yet, uh, but it seems like they're listening. Uh, Fast Travel, you know, being the, uh, the proficient studio that they are, uh, improving upon their game in short order, uh, making it something more akin to... Uh, the game that we were expecting yeah yeah they're doing a really good job and fast travel if you're out there and you're listening right now i have one more suggestion and i've, I've made it i think every time this game has been brought up i've made it i want to i want to be able to zoom down into into the random person's eyes that are walking around and be able to walk around the city maybe driving a car ride around whatever you know uh it's the best part of the, the train simulators or the train games is shrinking down and actually getting in your track and riding around why would that be any different and that's going to blow people away, especially new people coming into VR. And imagine the scale, Wes, if you're now shrunk down into that person and you're looking up at the buildings and you're able to walk around, or even if you're you're not able to walk around and you're just able to, you know, the, they're walking, they're doing their thing. You can just shrink down into their eyes and watch it from their standpoint. But I would imagine people would want to walk around as well. But yeah, I just think it'd be really cool. Missed opportunity. Yeah, and you wouldn't. And you wouldn't think that that would be that hard to implement either, just from real basic locomotion and driving mechanics, uh, you know, a real basic character model for you to inhabit. And, and there you go, a whole new perspective, uh, taking in your city as the mayor on ground level. Yeah, and that's the thing too. And they could do it from that standpoint, man. Like you could be, instead of shrinking down to, into any person, you shrink down into the mayor. And people like if they stay you if they're pissed at you maybe they'll chase your car <laughs> i don't know you know if they're happy they'll throw you a parade i mean the, there could be some pretty cool you could there's a lot of unique things you could do with this and uh um 
uh, fast travel even if you don't do any of it <laughs> this game's amazing so uh um i just I, it makes me want to go back and try it uh because these are the, one of those games that like you said um you you jack up your city and you're, it's crashing and burning i think it was eric even said it, everything gets out of control and maybe you you everything implodes and now you want to try it again you learn and you want to get a little bit further next time this game is definitely uh it's really good yeah um yeah i, I feel like maybe maybe it is time to go back in and check it out because uh i mean it, a blind man could see the p potential with a game like this it's so detailed and uh again challenging um if you're going to train me properly i think that i could have a very different experience in it uh as opposed to the pretty much constant stress that i felt when i when i tried it out before well when you get in there and you start succeeding and you're like rocking it um it's gonna feel good you know what i mean and it's a problem solving thing you know it's logic you're looking at this and and it's it's real life it's like real life any problem you solve has consequences you if you go one way or the other too much you can create another problem right so uh science says cities vr doesn't have finger tracking it's garbage yeah i don't yeah, know man not only does it not let you control your fingers there's no bubbles to pop either <laughs> completely different right um yeah totally totally different uh anyway um good news just wanted to share that little tidbit with you there about cities vr um if you had a frustrating first experience with it it may be time to go in and give it that second run uh, i think i will where are you right now sitting at home watching on your phone your tablet computer but what if we told you you're not really there at all you're here with me in the twilight zone this from peter graham gmw3 towards the end of 2021 vr publisher fun train announced plans for a vr version of the infamous tv show the twilight zone just as with previous projects, it would be episodic, supporting both MetaQuest and PSVR. Today, the publisher has announced that the Twilight Zone VR is now scheduled for a Quest 2 launch in July. The Twilight Zone will be split into three episodes, all arriving together for July's launch. Being developed by UK-based Pocket Money Games, which is the same team subsequently that's working on the exorcist safety and numbers game also the team who ported super hot to meta quest each installment will feature its own story that'll quote span multiple genres ranging from technological horror to apocalyptic science fiction uh, the three episodes are one called character building where a video game director discovers that workplace cruelty is a dangerous game. One called Terra Firma, uh, quote, after an, an environmental apocalypse, 
one survival survivor must face mysterious phantoms as he searches the city ruins for a glimmer of hope. And then the final episode called Deadline Earth. The clock is ticking for a science fiction writer who finds himself captive on an insidious alien vessel. Whether you're a horror fan or a sci-fi fan or simply love a good mystery, we have something in this game for you, said Douglas Neighbors, the Fun Train CEO. It was important for us to design each of these individual stories with as much variety as possible while also staying true to the heart of the show. We can't wait to watch players experience this anthology of science fiction adventures firsthand. The worlds that the the worlds that the development team has built to achieve this vision are nothing short of surreal. With Meta's support, we were able to utilize asynchronous space warp at a very early stage, which has allowed us to push the graphical and performance boundaries of what is possible on the Quest 2. Everything from subliminal messaging mm. to haptic vests have been integrated into this game. Twilight Zone VR is scheduled to arrive for MetaQuest 2 on the 14th of July. No mention of PSVR today hmm. with the Twilight Zone VR uh, Twitter account saying just Quest 2 for now, but that doesn't mean never for the other platform. Hmm. Uh, so it looks like they're walking back the uh, the PSVR uh, support, uh, maybe, maybe waiting on PSVR 2. Um, but regardless of any of that, I am so excited for this. This is uh, has the potential to be one of those use cases that really, really does something unique with VR. And um, not only was I a fan of, of the the original Twilight Zone, uh, reading through uh, the direction of some of these episodes that you're going to be living mm. in VR. Uh, it really reminds me a lot of, um, it makes me think of Broken Mirror, man. It's like you're going to be able to experience an episode of Broken Mirror from the inside. And uh, I just think that that, that prospect is uh, awesome. And yeah. I hope it's as good as it could be. Absolutely. Is there, um, I'm the same way. I, I love Twilight Zone and um, I, I agree. Broken Mirror is definitely uh um such a weird show right if you could go into that and ha or have twilight zone like that it definitely um it definitely would be amazing so i i, I forgot what i was gonna say but uh it definitely yeah no no fun to me yeah um i mean i think it'd be worth my, my the price of admission and we don't know how much it costs yet i'm imagining hmm. probably gonna be 30 bucks um but just to be able to float through that door with the Twilight Zone music playing in full 3D VR is going to be kind of a, a freak out moment for me. As a, like I, I've been watching this show as long as I can remember being alive, man. Like uh, I, I, I love the uh, Twilight Zone from a very young age. Is there any part of you that is a little bit worried because of Tarzan, the port, fun train? Um, you know, because this is the thing. I mean, it could absolutely not be good <laughs> just because it's got Twilight Zone. What you described right there, um, that going through the door with the music may be the highlight of the game. I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to be. I have no idea. I've never played it, but 
I'm going to wait for that beep. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Fun Train was just was merely the publisher oh, okay. of the uh, of of the Tarzan and uh, Pocket Money Games, mm. uh, who is developing this game, not responsible for the shitty ports of uh, Tarzan. I think that was like I don't know <sighs> something Monkeys VR or something. You just, it was, you it was just some kind of weird took studio. a big load off of my shoulders, Celeste, because I I want this yeah. to be good, right? Uh, Twilight Zone. I think it will, and, and you know, Pocket Money Games—they just spelled out their uh, their resume right there. Quality work, uh, everything they put out's been good so far. So, uh, I think this is going to be good. And really, I think the only question uh, about it is, is going to be that we're going to be returning to that same debate: uh, value versus um, quantity. Right? right? I don't. I don't think this is going to be very long. I think we'll probably have three experiences that are 30 minutes to an hour each and we're probably going to pay around 30 bucks for that mm. um so i think we're going to be revisiting that same debate you know you know how much is a good game worth if it's on westworld's level i'll bet it 30 bucks for for real if it's not like if it's like some of these other adaptations of of other tv shows it is the reality how many tv shows are game how many throughout our existence whether no matter what platform they'd bring shitty movies and shitty tv shows to game consoles all the time right whether it was harry potter or whatever it is you're like oh it's harry potter and then you're like oh this is a shitty harry potter um so this this could suck um but like you said going by their uh their experience experience in the past um i think it should be it'll be good so high hopes and hopefully it's not too expensive yeah, I- yeah, and again, that $30, $30 mark was, is pure speculation on my part. Uh, that's pretty much what I what I value it as. Like, like, that's what it's worth to me if this turns out to be as good as I think it could be. Um, now, it could be, you know, I'd be willing to pay more if it's longer than I think it's going to be. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't think so. These episodic things typically tend to come and go pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to pay for the Twilight Zone name. So, um... Hopefully they live up to that. The show was amazing. So here's the beautiful thing about it. With it being episodic, if it turns out to be good and it turns out to be a hit, um, you could do more. I mean, they could, they could DLC this thing forever, man, forever. They could add episodes to this. Yeah. That's why I, I, dude, I would love to have an episodic thing like this, but have it be sliders based where you're Quinn and you go through the, the portals to different, parallel universes that are kind of like this one but a little bit different right because that's kind of what twilight zone did in some of those episodes as well right so yeah i want to i mean let's just go for it all man let's do it back to the future in vr dude i I talk about never wanting to leave open world back to the future game Woo! that'd be cool oh yeah man (laughs) Uh, Sion VR says, you know who also likes it when it's longer than she thinks? My mom! <laughs> that she does. Uh, anyway, quickly, uh, quickly, uh, uh, approaching the end of the list. Uh, there is one more cool thing that I wanted to, uh, share with you guys before we get into the week's reminders. You ever heard of Hellfest? One of the most epic music festivals on the planet. How fire would it be 
if they partnered with Ragnarok, the most metal VR rhythm game out there. Well, they are. In June 2022, new songs from this year's lineup, a new environment, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned, because I swear to Thor, you don't want to miss it. Hellfest is coming to Ragnarok. Wanted Dev Studio announced its second piece of Ragnarok DLC this week, a collaboration with the Hellfest Summer Open Air Festival, coming to the game in June 2022. Following on from the first DLC pack, the Gloryhammer Raid in March, the Hellfest Raid pack will be a collaboration with French Heavy Metal Festival featuring new songs and a new environment. Hellfest is an annual open-air festival held in Clisson, France, and is one of the biggest metal festivals in all of Europe. Arriving next month, the Ragnarok Hellfest Collaboration DLC will include songs taken from this year's lineup at Hellfest. There's no details on the exact tracks to be included yet, but the 2022 lineup includes some massive rock and metal bands metallica guns and roses nine inch nails and deftones just to name a few bringing some iconic tracks from a few of those bands would be a huge boon for ragnarok uh, alongside the new songs the, the help sdlc will also include a new environment presumably a visual tie-in with the festival itself and of course a new hammer uh, the Hellfest Ragnarok DLC will be available in June for Quest and PCBR. Um, WannaDev uh, says to keep an eye on its social media channels, including the new Ragnarok Twitter account, for more details soon. Roots, since the very invention of VR rhythm games, people have been yelling, screaming, begging, and pleading for a proper heavy metal uh, DLC pack. We want to hear good songs from our favorite bands in these games, and we don't want to have to mod them in there. And while we haven't gotten 100% confirmation that that's what's going to happen here, uh, it seems extremely likely. And uh, if, if this is as good as it could be, Ragnarok is going to basically occupy a whole new space. It's going to come to a whole new level in the hierarchy of VR rhythm games. This is going to quickly become a favorite if they um, if they if they strike a deal where they can bring stuff like Nine Inch Nails and Deftones and Metallica into their game. I mean, sky's the limit for this thing. Yeah, absolutely. I love Nine Inch Nails as long as it's not just somebody screaming. Because I don't like that kind of music. Um, that you, they leave that to Wes. Um, but there's 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 nothing out there, man. Like every rhythm game out there, there's there's no heavy rock, right? There's nothing for Wes or the people that love that kind of music. And I agree, this is like all about rocking, right? Ragnarok. Um, so I think this could be really good. Be really cool. 
Yeah, man, that's it's part of the reason why my wife has stuck with Supernatural uh, for uh, all these months is because this is the type of music that's in Supernatural. Like she loves playing it because you know you can get in there and listen to Slipknot and Avenged Sevenfold and Pantera. I mean, there's so many good songs in that thing. It's uh, it's about time uh, this comes to a legitimate rhythm game. Absolutely. Absolutely, and hopefully, I mean, if they bring some of that, because Supernatural does a lot of things, the training, everything. It's just really good. But yeah, I definitely uh, definitely look forward to checking this out. Ragnarok is, uh, Spry Guy says he's pretty high on Ragnarok, so he loves it. Yeah, I, I need to play it more. Um, I basically just did a visual check, a graphics check of it. I haven't really put any time into playing it, but it's in the library. Yeah. And I assure you, if this is... If this is what uh, Harry Baker is describing here, uh, I'm going to be spending some real time in that come June. Uh, your wife says, Michelle Dillon says that, uh, she loves Supernatural. That's so good, there right? Go. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, uh, that's going to wrap up this week's headlines, bring us into the week's reminders. Roots, what's out this week? Not much, but there is one thing coming. All clear. Come move. Chris, what the hell? Take him away. And in death, we give glory. The bell tolls for us all. They're coming again. <laughs> Mia. Quit being so paranoid. Long ago, a young girl went with her mother to pick berries for her father, who was hard at work. But the forest greeted them with a dark, cold silence. The bushes empty. Yet determined to find the berries, the rascal broke free of mother's grasp and vanished into the trees. Mother's worried cries faded fast as the girl ran on, over vine, under branch and into the forest deep. It's just a local tale. If it's just looking. 
window shop away. Roots, I don't think I've ever been so happy to sit here and say that there are no scheduled upcoming big VR releases this week because that means that I'm going to have all my time free to jump in to the Resident Evil Village full VR mod with hand tracking that's supposedly dropping this week from Prey Dog. And I wouldn't be so excited if I hadn't sampled Prey Dog's work before and know how good it is and know how well it runs. Um, this is going to be literally what I've waited for for over a year. And um, I just, I can't wait. Uh, and here's the thing. This is the sequel to my favorite game I've ever played, Resident Evil 7. But it's not just the sequel that, that's getting the VR mod treatment. Seven's getting it as well. And they're dropping together, both coming early this week, according to the um, flat to VR modding community on Discord. Um, so I expect this to drop tomorrow or the next day, Roots. And uh, hopefully we can get it early enough that we can uh, cover it this Wednesday on uh, Strangers in the Night. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Huh? That'd be Tech says he just got it. He just found it. So Tech, yeah, I guess if you want everybody, if you want the RE8 mod or RE7 mod, message Tech in Discord, <laughs> and uh, he'll he'll point you to the right um, thing. I, I think it's amazing, dude. I'm uh, I played through the beginning of this, and I'm maybe like an hour. I told Mash, I don't even remember anything of it now, but it was crazy. All I remember is how crazy it was, and I can't wait to go in there and and be able to play this game um in vr super cool and what's crazy is a year ago two years ago like we were theorizing and 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 talking about all these triple a games and how cool it'd be that if they could come into vr and you know people would vorpex it and that would be the best you could do and now we're getting full vr mods of all these amazing games like right after they release you know some of these elden ring and i mean it's getting quicker and quicker which tells me the developers are going to start doing these um you know, they're going to start hiring these people, you know, and, and you're going to start. Yeah, this, uh, this is what do you think you need to run it uh, smoothly? I don't think you're going to have to have a, you know, state of the art cutting edge PC. I know that uh, Paradise Decay uh, recorded a video from mm. it the other day. Uh, and what's he running? He's running a 2070 Super. So, I mean, you, you don't have to have the most powerful PC on earth to uh, to play it, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I think it's going to come down to, it's probably going to be more, I mean, as long as you have a 2000 series, maybe even a 1080 would be really good. Um, and, and then the processor is going to um, also be a little bit intensive. At least for me, it was with uh, RE2, right? In some spots, I, I ended up playing it with virtual desktop because it was uh, it was a lot smoother with the, um, the synchronous space warp. Uh, well, for what it's worth, RE2 ran very smooth for me. Now, yes, I do have a, a pretty beefy computer with a 3080 and uh, a 9900K, but uh, at the same time, I was running uh, at full resolution on my HP Reverb mm. G2, uh, which is very taxing. So, uh, 
the, these mods are pretty well optimized. Uh, so again, I, I wouldn't be too intimidated by it, Diz. I, I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah, for sure. Just sit, turn your damn settings down, PD says. Yeah. There you go. That's it. There you go. That's what I had to um, do. That's what I had to do. Play, and I played third person in uh, Resident Evil Two as well because it was less taxing. Because it, it just, and especially in that main area in the in the police station, it was just very um, frame intensive in there. Yeah, I'm 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 so excited for this man. I can't wait till these mods drop. I've, I mean, I've already went ahead and uh, bought and installed the game <laughs> just so when the when the thing drops. Now, when I say I bought it, let me rephrase that. Our sure. awesome community here has bought it for thank us you. on the Virtual Strangers Steam account. So thank you to everyone out there who donates. Uh, we are going to be covering this. Do, uh, thanks to your generosity uh, and support. Yep. Um, hopefully this Wednesday, right? It's going to be an all horror edition of uh, Strangers in the Night, as we're going to also be talking about Afterlife VR, which I've already started playing. Um, and we might even have a key or two to give away uh -huh. this Wednesday. So uh, be sure to tune in for that. How cool. Anyway, uh, with that said, I think uh, that's going to bring us to our next reminder. This is the part of the show where we ask all of you to please join us in real time as we do our part to support the awesome developers out there by wishlisting a game. It's an easy thing to do, and it means a lot to these devs. You know, uh, Roots, last week we did a review. Mm -hmm. uh, we reviewed Fract on Steam uh, instead of doing a wishlist. Jimmy noticed. Jimmy Jimmy called us out on uh, social media and thanked us. Oh, did for, he really? Uh, for, for for leaving that review. Yeah, yeah, on Twitter. Nice. Um, well, you know that's not a... only. Oh, go ahead. Not only the two of not only the two of us, but uh, Paradise Decay as well. Nice. PD did the same thing. So thank you, PD, for uh, for for doing your part to uh, support the developers as you always do. And uh, oh no. Um, I'm a bit torn this week, Roots, with what I want to give my wish list to. Um, because Ultimax looks pretty cool. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to go with Twilight Zone, man. Like, Twilight Zone VR looks frigging incredible. And I think out of everything we talked about today, that's probably the thing that I'm most excited for. I just um, did Propagation Paradise Hotel. Nice. That's another good one, too absolutely so yeah everyone if you would join me now um again this is a big deal for uh for the developers it helps um it helps them with the algorithms on these storefronts it allows them their game to be more visible um as as they approach launch and beyond especially and I, I can't Oh, good. I was gonna say I can't find uh, the Twilight Zone, so I think I'm gonna join you, and uh, and do propagation. Yeah, I was gonna say especially reviews. You know, this is the thing, and it's it's funny, and I'm the same way. Um, we're just lazy, you know. Everything, and I mean everything, games, uh, capture cards. It doesn't matter what I'm looking at. Like Wes said, with all the 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 stuff that. 
he's doing as far as his his um his router goes it's i'm sure looking at reviews and looking at how, what what results people have had with it right we do that with everything but then we go into these games and we don't we don't have the good ones we don't tell anybody about nobody reviews them and like last week where you have an amazing game and nobody's going knows that it's good right um so that it just really does help either one of them for sure yeah yeah i mean there's a reason why every friggin' uh trailer that you watch every social media post it always says wish list wish list wish list wish list um it's because it's a big deal yes uh carl parker says glory hammer raid effing ripped bro hey carl parker you bringing a raid in here do they have raids in the, on youtube like twitch that's what's cool with twitch is you can bring your channel when you're you're signing off and you can bring them into another um channel and kind of introduce them to your your viewers to other viewers it's pretty cool well i don't see carl parker uh probably because i'm in friggin top chat last <laughs> and why yeah, do they do it that it's crazy right i i reach you know who else loves to get ripped by the glory hammer My mom. <laughs> oh man she loves getting ripped <laughs> uh anyway uh that's gonna bring us to our third and final reminder this week and uh every week which is how you can do your part to support our community and our channel of course the easiest thing you could do is to click that big red button but make sure when you do that that you also ring the bell so that you can be notified uh when we go live uh whether it be one of our awesome podcast uh formatted shows or, or strangers in the night which i would call a hybrid variety show at this point or live gameplay streams which i need to get back to and probably will this tuesday night uh i can almost guarantee it if these mods drop i'll be on tuesday night streaming you should be uh, i have a dilemma though roots like i don't know i want to play resident evil 8 but i want to experience 7 too like i'm gonna do 7 first that's a long ass game bro to play through before i get to 8 you i know? i what i would do is go into your resident evil 7 to your favorite part or or part of it the begin beginning of it just to experience it check it out and then skip to eight. It's not like you haven't finished the game several times, right? Like you've played through it at least twice, right? Uh, I've only finished it all the way one time. Mm. Um, I, I, I actually typically uh, would get distracted as I got later in the game and uh, start playing something else. Mm. And then by the time I make it back, I'm like, I love it so much, I'll start over. So I've played through like 75% of the game probably 10 times. I've only actually played to the end once one time but this is the thing you finished it you've never played eight it's not going anywhere you could easily beat eight come back to seven nothing's ruined you know what i mean you're in this it, it, there's no there's no reason to play seven and there's every reason to play eight because you've been waiting for patiently for a long time yeah i think you're right man I think you're right or maybe maybe what i'll do is i'll stream seven on tuesday are you there roots you're, yeah you're getting choppy bro am i getting choppy um yeah i don't know it might have been on my end um what we might do maybe 
Maybe we stream seven on Tuesday, and then we do a real-time review of uh, eight on Wednesday. That's a really good idea. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, maybe that maybe if we get if we get it in time, that's what we'll do. Um, but uh, yeah, really looking forward to this week playing these games and, and having a good time. Uh, if you want to do something extra to help support our channel and uh, help us buy things like uh, the copy of Resident Evil Village I just bought this past week, uh, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon, where for as little as three dollars per month, you'll get access to our weekly show notes, insider updates exclusive content all for less than a dollar per week and uh you get peace of mind knowing that you did your part to help support our community and our channel so shout out to our patrons out there we really appreciate your support and um yeah it's coming in handy this week right roots yeah absolutely and that always comes in handy we appreciate everything that you guys do and um like Wes is always modest about it, but man, dude, the cutting room floor is getting bigger and bigger. The articles, um, I, I, sometimes I feel bad for the non-patrons because there's so much news there and it's out there. But um, yeah, there's Wes is definitely giving you your money's worth uh, on that alone. So we appreciate you. Yeah, and I appreciate Rift Traveler as well, who said that he just wishlisted against, which by the way, just got a significant update. Uh, which had I saw an article to remind me of that, I probably would have covered today, but uh, we'll talk about that another day. Um, good call, PD. PD says Red Out is free on Epic Games this week. Not only Roots is Red Out free, but uh, Prey is also free wow. uh, on Epic Game Store right now. So everyone go claim your free stuff on Epic. Uh, they, they're pretty epic this week. You know, you know what else is free on Epic, Wes? Fortnite, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was like, nah, I'm playing Fortnite. It's pretty fun. Uh, it... My Epic library is literally epic. Uh, and I've only bought, I think, two or three titles from them ever. So That's what's crazy, dude, is like, remember the Drillas that were like, I'm not doing it. How many games? I mean, I looked at it through mine. I've got like seven or eight pages of games. And granted, I may never go to them, but I've actually played some of them and streamed them, which yeah. is cool, you know? Yeah, some of them have VR support, like Red Out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, where are we? Oh, this is the part of the show where I invite you all to join us in our home and make it your own, the Virtual Strangers Discord server. Invitation is in the description down below. That's where you can contact us literally 24-7, seven days a week. You know, we're on there all the time, talking VR, talking live playing multiplayer, streaming. I mean, there's somebody streaming something on there every night, just about. Um, all on the Virtual Strangers Discord, and uh, we left the door open for you. It's right down there in the description below. Please walk through it and uh, come come home. Yeah, come home, wipe your feet. We left the light on for you, and uh, yeah, it's cool. I love when people come to the Discord because it's, uh, it's cool hanging out with everybody. Yep, absolutely. Anyway... Uh, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching For Roots. I'm Wes. We'll see you probably Tuesday. Anyway, bye now. Take it easy.